Hilche Shabbos, Tumma Perik Tess, Halacha Aleph. Habo, Reishiv, Rubu, Mask, and Shuvin, continuing the discussion about other types of Tumma and Tara. A person who enters, or the majority of his body, including his head, comes into water, but not Nikva water. Dafka water, which is not Nikva qualified. Exactly, but let's think that I'm in this context of no showers, but the idea is that any kind of drawn water in a keli. A classic example would be a bathing tub, right? A tub, a bathtub, a bathing tub. Or, if he doesn't go into the water, but the water falls on him. But again, not rainwater, not water from a waterfall, it's water from a bucket, from some kind of keli. Three lugin. How much is a lug? Like 14 ounces, a bit more than a soda can. So three lugin of that amount, so 36, let's say 40 ounces approximately, that falls on this person. He has the status of a shein lutuma till he goes to the mikvah. Once he goes to the mikvah, he's tar, he does not need to wait till nightfall. Because he did not yet go to the mikvah, if he, he's considered a sheni, if he touches food, obviously he's talking about truma food, also shlishi makes that truma, or chulish and asphalt house truma perhaps, into a shlishi. If he touches liquid, comes to liquid, he said they're always a rishin. So therefore he makes them into a rishin. It has the status of rishin to make other food and mashkin itself, tome is a sheni. However, this mashkin does not have the ability to make Kalem Tomei. Like we said yesterday, the only time Mashke, which ha- has the ability to the point that the Mashke can make Kalem Tomei is if the original source of the Tumah is an Av. Over here, the source is not an Av. The person is considered a Shani. Therefore, this liquid... Be a Risha, be a Risha. Perhaps, but this person who has it, who comes... He's a Shani. Correct. Right, okay. so, when he, so, the, so, so the Mashke will not impact liquid. There's a Gzeda, that liquid which is Tomei, even though it's a Rishain, which normally can't make a Shani Tomei, can I make a keli tummy, excuse me? Could make a keli tummy, the chumr geyser, if, that, if the original, original source of tumor was an av, like a sheretz fell into the wine, for example. And because we said in order to say people should be familiar with the idea of the urine from a zav. But that does not apply over here. Because the source of the tumor is a shani, this guy's a shani, not an av. But play my gazu why exactly was the purpose of this gzeda? We learned yesterday, we learned a few times already, there were certain things the Chum had to make serious because people could not get certain principles hacked into their head. For example, people couldn't wrap their heads around the idea of urine or saliva from a Zav or a Zav being Tommy. Rule of thumb is liquid is never an Av. So what, what are you talking about? Liquid is Tommy. So the Chum and the across the board finished. Liquid could become a Rishon. Fine. I'll tell you over here. What's the purpose of this Gzera? The people who had to Tevul, you know, it's Tevulay being the people who Tevul, they went to the mikvah, and now they're waiting for the sun to set, right? Where were they tevil? Tevil in the Ma'arish and Me'am They were tevil in caves. You didn't live in a natural body of water or an ocean. You tevil in like some kind of cave where there was like a collection of, of water, main water. And the water was like, was, was roi, was, was, was bad water. It seems that it had to show, especially in the summertime, the water was not, there was, it wasn't a lot of rain, it wasn't a rain. So the water got stood st- st- still for a long time, it became like what's called stagnant, it became like, you know, moldy. Then they clean themselves off, they took a shower, or they would bathe in some kind of Mayim Shuvin. What? I mean, it was water. It just, right. It was, it so was. after they bathed in this, 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 this water, which was physically not appealing, they bathed in a proper, proper bath. This became so common. Most of the people, people began to get the assumption, what's the real tahara, the bath afterwards? That's to be physically pure. 
Like the mikvah beforehand is some kind of achana. And the tefillah prior to actually prior to tefillah mikvah does that that's not a real tahara. They would not table, but they would do it like in like a like you know like a, a way where they they designed they weren't careful to make sure the hair was under whatever it was it was a, it was a, it was a problem it wasn't a proper tefillah. And as much as you try to tell people that the first thing is the ikr, you want to take a shower afterwards, good to hate, but to make sure you go to the properly, no one got the message, or at least not enough people. The only way to make it, people should understand the message, anybody who bathed in drawn water, the majority of his body, or it fell on him, he becomes Tomei, and he becomes like a Shani. So you tell the guy, you took the bath afterwards, now you're, you're, said Tomei again. Before you were tar, now you're telling me again. People finally got the message that the mikvah was supposed to tar you. I'm wondering, I'll tell you, know, there's my, my father told me the story of a guy who drove a whole Yom Kippur to hear the shayf at the end of the Ilah. whatever, fine. But if that became a normal thing to do, we tell people if you hear the shayf, not Yom Kippur, right? So people just stop driving. Whatever. Okay. Now, not only did they make zero about people who travel and afterwards bathe that they become tummy again, even if you become not going to the mikvah, you stand taking a bath. People who are tar, if a person like this if, if has a drawn water poured on him, or he comes into drawn water, his whole body, majority of his body, he becomes a shame lutuma, till he goes to the mikvah. So now everyone knows one of the ways of becoming tummy is oh, you took a bath today, you're tummy. You took a shower, you're tummy. So nobody thought that bathing after the mikvah is Matari anymore. They broke, they broke, the, broke, the, broke the Amaratsis. Tov, a person goes to the mikvah, if he goes to the mikvah after becoming Tomei because he took a bath, he doesn't have to wait for the sun to set. They didn't require the chumar deraisa of waiting till sunset. Normally you tell me, you go to the mikvah, you, you, you tell you aim, and sunset makes you tar completely. When it comes to the Dirabbanon, it's not the case. Similarly, if a person is a, a, person is a shaini, a person, the, the, his body is a shaini midrabbanon for other reasons, such as we said yesterday, his perek, perek tches, he ate tummy food, or he drank tummy liquid. And he goes and he goes to the mikvah because he's now he's tummy he's tummy midrabbanon. Again, in itzarach lahav shemesh, going to the mikvah right away makes him tar, and immediately afterwards you can already touch truma without an issue. Similarly, if you have a case where a keli became tamay because it touched liquid, which is a rishon, in the chum is like we learned in the, in, the, in the case where the liquid became tamay from an av, that could make a keli tamay. That keli, kevin should be leon. Once you tell the mikvah, tar is tar right away. But in its rishon harav shemesh, it does not need to wait till sunset. Because all these tumas are only the midarbanon, the chum were not goyzer. They did not require sunset. Only they only, only required the actual tefillah base. A person who has three logan of water poured out of him from one bucket is for sure tummy. But what if it happens to two different kalim or three kalim? In his do they combine? So if the first one, uh, uh, the second one, excuse me, starts before the second one stops, Mustarf and then combine for being one one long pouring. If not, a So a guy is taking a shower back then. So you have a bunch of servants pouring buckets of warm water over his head. So if you if you pause between them, and each bucket is less than three looking, the guy is not tummy. If they knows, if he doesn't pause, if it's three looking consecutively, he is tummy. What if it's four? The aim is starf, and even if it's consecutive, it's not the star. It has to be three kalim or less and consecutive. Despite the fact that it's consecutive, he's tar. Similar, similar concept when it comes to pouring nine kavin, which is much more than three logan, it's like 36 log, on a mess. When in case you can't do tar and mikvah, you can't do a, a tefillah and mikvah, tar is a mess, 
they pour. Even the chilla, I think they, they, they do this in certain places. Yeah, they, yeah. 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 we don't. I can't say they pour. I want to say this. Yeah, they do. We don't. I don't think we do. You think they put a mikvah? The Rebbe assumed there's no there's no mikvah. That's where the tower was, right? Kibbutz Yeah. So you pour the nine kavan consecutively. You do it in a way that everyone's supposed to start before the guy after him doesn't doesn't stop. Each person. Yeah. You have nine people, or you have, a, you have a rotation of three people, whatever it is. You're supposed to pour nine kava consecutively. A similar concept, whatever. The point is that if you don't stop, it's considered one big uh-huh. shear. As if, as if you pour nine kava at once. No flourish, I'll lay out the whole body. I don't remember the problem, yeah. No flourish, I'll lay out What if it falls on his head? But they pour over these guys lying down on a bench, and they pour water just on his head. Or on his body, but not on his head. Or come over his head from on top. But 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 the people who are pouring pouring the water on him from the side or from below. He's like standing on a bench and they're below him. Yeah, a tall bench. But the point is that's not coming from above. The only way he's tummy is if it falls on his head and the majority of his body from above. Kedarka meaning the normal way to bathe. This is the problem, the, the, the standard. Wait a bathe. So the people who would bathe after going to these uh, smelly water mikvahs probably did it in a normal fashion. So that's why the Chamar only goes that way. If he just dunks his head in the, in the bathtub, yeah? But not his body. Or the majority of his body. Or his body goes in the bathtub, not his head. Or he puts his head in the bathtub. Or his head in the bathtub. Um, not sure how this would work exactly. I guess he's, stand, he's doing a headstand, his head is in the bath, and then someone's pouring water in from the side. Or I guess, no, let's say, let's say he's bending down, he dumps his head to cool off in the bathtub while someone pours water in from the sides. Again, the point is that it has to be that the water has to come on him in a normal fashion, from above on his head, followed by the majority of his, his torso, or his body, rather. Funny lushen over here. What he essentially yeah. means is rubay v'chetzi. But basically, if the water doesn't co- doesn't cover the majority of his body, just the head, plus half his body, uh, even though with his head it's more than half. Um, maybe it's only half, even with his head. A kitzur, it's, it's less than reishiv rubay. Okay, just less. Ma'amshuven. So he so he goes into 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 halfway into Ma'am And then the other half of his body has water poured on him. So does the, <laughs> does the water he goes into, the water that's poured on him, you only tell me if it's a Reishiv Rubai, either the way of going into the water or having the water poured on you. But it's not Mestarif, even though in this case, ultimately his entire body is... Uh, so he's sitting up to his waist in the jacuzzi. Someone dumps a bucket of water on him. He is Tahar. He's not Tommy. Now, how you if the three lugas which fell on him, or uh, or the or, or the or the excuse me, If the three lugas which he either bathes in or is poured on him is and shuvin, Some of it is mikvah water, some of it's rainwater. Some of it is water, some of it is uh, other types of liquids that are if it's juice, like apple juice, for sure, for sure not a problem. It has to be full three lugan of Mayim Now, what, what, what if it's four lugan, one lug of wine, and three lugan of water? I'm not sure. Three lugan, one lug of wine, and three lugan of water. 
could be used to apply the halachas that apply to mikvah. I'm not, I'm not sure how that would work. These three lugan that fall in the Torah person, a shabab behen, or he came into Bitimu and therefore him tame. Kivash Nasak Shaylan Tuma. Since he became like a Shaylan Tuma. So now the guy goes into a bath, the water is tar, correct? The water is tar. He goes into the bath, because he's going now he becomes a shani. He makes it into a Rishon. These waters, theoretically, tell this guy, We made him Tomei, but he made us Tomei first. <laughs> okay, good. This is a brand new topic. If you're just joining us, perfect timing. And uh, now we move on to a completely new topic. Okay. Originally, people did the following minic. They would put loaves of truma, why dafka loaves, not bottles of wine, I don't know, but loaves of oil, but dafka bread loaves of truma, they would put next to the Sefer Torah. They would say, Sfar means book, so this context means the original scrolls. Zakash Right, we have signifying your mind that they're a kaidish. Right? Right. You're not, you know, so it's a way of treating them reverently. And also, no one's going to make a mistake in Yiddish. Right, uborin achaborin, come the mice, to eat the truma. They're not smart. They would eat the truma. They would also rip the svar because mice always like to chew at you know cardboard and svar. The fichah gazim again. They made they made announcements. They said people don't do this. No one listens. Therefore, they made exera shakar truma shetiga ba'achem because they're kaidish. Nitmei. So only they could get this out of people's heads was the same idea. They made a din. If you take if a truma touches the svarim, it becomes tummy. We treat the truma like a shlishi as if it touched the sheni. If truma touches the sheni, it becomes a shlishi. Therefore, we're treating this truma as tummy as well, so to speak, as if the sefer was a sheni l'tuma. Turns out, all holy scriptures, and the Mepharshim said that this din extends to Tosh of Bisman Hazer, that you write Tosh of can be written down. So anything which is written, uh, any, any, any basically uh, sefer of, of Torah, Passes truma like a sheni. Not only that, not only does the sefer Torah pass truma like a shlishi. Someone who had taller hands, he just washed them right into sedayim. He touches the sefer Torah, which you shouldn't do by the way, bechlal. Or he touches like even a sefer Torah shalpe. His hand become a sheni. And therefore, because his hands have a status of a sheni, just like if his hands had touched a. Uh, Another type of tumma, like a like a reshain, and the chum his hands are shame of the rabbanon, and therefore his hands are matama truma, and his hands would make liquid into a reshain, like we said, as if it's a regular case of tumma. So to re, to emphasize the tumma status of the sefer Torah in reference to truma, his hands are a shani. Now it's interesting, lechayra. This did, this problem didn't exist by hektish lechayra. It's not a truma. Every yukal has truma in his house. Hektish only in English. The gzeira doesn't apply to truma. Hektish is mashma. Lechayra only to truma. Even though hektish is more sensitive, okay? but despite the fact that the rule of thumb is the hands can only become tomei as a sheni if they touch a rishon, usually. There's an exception, they do become tomei from a sefer kodesh. What about other things that are associated with sefarim? The two is shall fill in the straps of tefillin. The part of the sefer teira, which is, there's no letters written on it, it's like the white part on top and on bottom. For the part on the right or left margins of the column, yeah? When they're still attached to the Sefer, as opposed to when you would, let's say, cut them off when you're making a Sefer Torah or something. The Sefer, or let's say, the Sefer Torah is very old and the letters got erased. But there's still 85 letters remaining. Or, for example, you have a Sefer Torah, you're starting to write it. You start writing only the first 45 letters. 
let's say you're writing a separate, you know, cloth and separate yeah. um, uh, column. Yeah, gillion. Thank you, gillion. Each, each, yeah. each piece of parchment called, called a gillion. Right. Yeah. So each gillion, you're writing it. You start, you have 85 letters. Once you have 85 letters, Kapashas, Hebrews are earned, the equivalent of the parish of Hebrews are earned, which is 85 letters. Had an Elam as Thomas Yadim, they had the status of a Sefer Kiddush, and therefore it's Tom Yadim. Why 85 letters? Because that's, that's the amount of Hebrews are earned. Why after the parish of Hebrews are earned? Because the Gemara says in Shabbos, that the, two, the nun, the backwards, upside down nun, at the beginning and the end of it, makes it the way its own Sefer. And therefore, that's the minimum shear of a Sefer Torah. From that perspective, the seven Chumashim, well, you would, I guess you call them seven Shvi, not Chumashim, Chumashim, it's five. But the seven books of the, of, of, of the, five, the seven books of Moses, if you will, so to speak. Why not six? Because you have Bereshis, Shemais, Bayikra, Bamidba Tilvi Ben Sauron, Bayikra, Bamidba Tilvi Ben Sauron, Bayikra, Bamidba Tilvi Ben and Dorim. So and not that's that's the not only meaning the parts of Tanakh that you derive halacha from so the vim etc. all parts of Tanakh even which is so to speak wisdom as opposed to Torah meaning that let's say it's not Torah but the point is, is that it's not so to speak halachically relevant you might say. At least not, but not, not in, a, in an obvious way. Thomas, and it's not considered a nevua per se, right? The rest of the, the, the Nevi'im is considered a nevua, right? But Shia uh, is a lower level of Ruch HaKedosh, if you will. But Thomas Dime, all these have the, status, have the ability to make the hands tummy. And again, as I said before, the Farshim say that nowadays this applies to all, uh, any, basically any safe which has writing, which prior to learning from it, you must say Baruch HaTorah. Even a kid's written by hand has, has the same status. I guess only parchment. That's interesting. Only parchment. Because, because whatever. Used to keep it in the cage, well, it's written on stone. There's no issue with the mice eating it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you, see, you see, as opposed to paper, you're saying? Parchment. I just made a mistake. I'm so sorry. Exact. Punk for what I said. It, 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 that. Um, it does not apply to Tosh I'm sorry, that's incorrect. I, I, it says, Pufakert. This Gzir does not apply to Tosh Vapet. Da'af Tosh Vapet. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, that was wrong. Okay, thank you for... I just wanted to specify Right. But with Tosh it's Tosh from Tanakh, from Tosh from Chumash, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So so here it means Da'af Tosh Vapet. I'm sorry, okay, so that's corrected. Zayin. What about Targum, which means translation, here it means Aramaic, because it's the most common language of Arab translation is Aramaic. So the Targum Daniel. Right? Anybody who learns Tanakh knows that in Ezra Daniel, there's sections, whole sections, in fact, majority even of Daniel, I think, is written in Aramaic. That whole first part where the minister starts talking to the Nebuchadnezzar and he starts talking in Aramaic, from then on to the end of the Sefer, I think, <coughs> it sticks to Aramaic. And it has the status of Kisvakadish. Right? You don't say it has a lesser level of Kadusha. If, however, you have that part of Ezra Daniel that you write in Lush and Kadish, if I care, you have a scroll, and the scroll is Unculus, right? That's the reason what it was, a whole scroll of Unculus, let's say, for example. So it's written in Aramaic or a different language. Or if you write a chumash or a sefetera using ksav ivri as opposed to ksav ashur, which we have nowadays, a whole different alphabet that what the most people was originally the language, the the the, the font of the tera kaviyachu. It's a whole different. Uh, you can look at this up. It's not hard to see. There's different. Let's for example, um, I think I'm uh, trying to give some letters that are like one of them was much like an X. It's a whole different, uh, whole different alphabet uh, in terms of how it's how it looks. It's it's read the same and it means the same. Akaponim, if you do that, a metamah sedam, it's not metamah the hands. 
Like you said, right? Has written kamashuris, has written on leather or parchment rather, and has written in dioy, right? If it's written in something else, these are the three cool things. It's written in, in some kind of pencil or in, or in gold, uh, you know, gold liquid, doesn't count. Has it written basically, basically the way a kosher shivatari must be written. Now, by the time of this kazer was made, that's what shivatari was written in, ksavashuris. And therefore, if you wrote a shivatari in ksav ivri, at the time of this kazer, it wasn't kosher anymore. Basically, most of the learned that originally the Chumash was given in Ksav Ivris, and, and the Abish told Ezra to change in Ksav Ashuris. Now, there's, there's a whole, what exactly that means and how that happened. Look in Ayur Kaplan's Handbook of Jewish Thought. He has the whole, <laughs> all the shit is, you know, uh, uh, it's a very interesting topic and all written out for you. Okay. Akaponim, so because the Hamdik Zero, the Sefateri is written in Ksav Ashuris, the Zero did not apply to a Sefateri in Ksav Ivris because those were no longer kosher. Ochches. Now, the question is what font would Luchas written in? Right? Okay, Akasha. A person who writes, let's say, certain parts of Tanakh, just Halal, for example, just Shema, for a child to learn, like, like a little personal siddur. Despite the fact that you're not allowed to do that, we learned that you're not supposed to write parts of Tanakh, you're only supposed to write whole Sfarim. I think the reason for that is because otherwise it's likely people are going to miss certain parts out or certain parts will get lost. So by keeping it only allowed to be written as, as the whole thing at once, you're not going to miss parts, you're not going to, different communities are not going to have different versions. They are because they have at least 85 letters. Test. The, 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 threads. Basically, yeah, the threads, thank you. The threads, thank you. That you use them to tie a sefer together. Even not supposed to keep it that way because sefer is possible because you have to tie a sefer with sinews, with gidden. Right? And you instead use string. Still, the, 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 nevertheless, since it's not cautious as sefer but it's still considered a kisvah kedesh. So calls man shem mechubar on the sefer as long as they're attached to the sefer, which is written in yoy on parchment. Kavashudis betamis naim is betamis the hands if you touch it. Again, the gzera extends extends to anything that's really uh, attached to the sefer teira. Yud tik shel sefer the cover the mantle basically the case of the sefer teira with bachis farim and the oh, sorry with bachis is the mant is the mantle the tik is the case, the case like. Yeah, right? But if they are sewn together, attached, that's not sitting in it. The chayr this applies to our itzchayim because because the 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 sefer is attached to itzchayim. Yeah, it's not stamas sitting with it. Yeah. So betamis yedaim is betam of the hands. Av labrachas. However, if you have other things, let's say that are not holy, but they're not they are holy, but they're not teyder, so to speak. The brachas. Let's say you have a siddur. Av apishi yesh behem meoyisish shel shem. The fact that it has Hashem's name. Yeah, a parchment with Hashem, with the Shemeneser written out, let's say. Um, and Yonim Shalhar Be'er Shalter, it has some, some contents of Torah, right? A lot of Shemeneser, a lot of Lashem has come from Tanakh. Still, Ein and Tamas Yedayim, it's not Tamas Yedayim, the Gezerah only applied to actual Kisra Kedesh. Yud Aleph, Sirfei Haminim. You have a Sefer Torah written by heretics, yeah? I know the Sefer Torah. I know where it is. And it was written by someone who's conservative, conservative Jew. It doesn't believe in Torah Messinai. So, the Sefer Torah is considered written by Amin. The Mela has to be burnt. It's not metama the hands because it doesn't have the condition of the and you have to burn it. The parish of the Quran writes out for the Saito. Now that is written on parchment and it's Abashuyats. I don't know if it's written on Dioy. I don't think it's written on Dioy. I think the Dach and not Dioy we said in Galarno because. It should be easy to erase. Akapon him, doesn't say the reason because not the Yoy. He says that since, I guess, even, even if you use the Yoy, but since it's meant to be erased, they weren't metama, it doesn't it's not metama in your hands. I guess that means the Chum were in Goyz over there because it's not, gonna, it's not meant to stick around. Right? A regular Sefer Torah, you want it to stay to stick around if the mice eats it, you have a problem. 
But the Pasha of Saita, they wouldn't the Xeta. So the coin writes it out, doesn't have to be worried about wearing gloves, it's not a problem because it's not Matam in his hands. I'm sure it has a 